0: Genesis chapter 2 describes God gathering up the dust and forming it into the shape of a person and then breathing life into that person to make a living human being. It's almost like here's this little recipe to make a human. Take a little bit of dust, and then you add in a touch of the breath of God, and voila, you got a person, right? That's how a person comes into being. On this day, this Wednesday, we remember that we are as beings, a little bit of dust. We remember that we are created, that we are mortal. Our reading from Psalm 103 this evening in verses 14 through 16 says it this way. For God knows whereof we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. Our days are like grass. We flourish like a flower of the field. When the wind goes over it, it is gone, and its place shall know it no more. We come from the dust, just like a flower that springs up from the earth in the dirt. It lives its life, and then it dies, and then the wind blows over that spot, and all that was left of the flower vanishes and goes away. And the earth has no memory that that flower was ever there. People, we are similar, we live our lives and then one day we die and eventually the earth will no more remember that we were ever here. That can be a little bit uncomfortable to think about and to contemplate and to ponder. Contemplating and thinking on our mortality has its challenges, but it's really important that we do so because forgetting that we are mortal beings has huge consequences for our lives we talked about in Genesis chapter how God created the first people well those first people in Genesis chapter 3 tells a story about how they forget that they are in fact mortal beings there in Genesis chapter 3 the first people they decide to eat forbidden fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil And part of the lie that the serpent tells the people, part of that lie that gets them to go forward with this action, is that the serpent tells them, You will not die. You are not mortal beings, you are immortal. You can do whatever you want to do, and there will be no consequences. These people, they believe that lie, and they begin to think themselves, "Yeah, yeah, I won't die. I can do what I want to do. No one can touch me. No, no harm can come my way. Yeah, I can eat this fruit. If a mortal being is trying to live like an immortal being, that is not going to go very well. And it doesn't go well for these people as they cut themselves off from God. The people eat the fruit, and they come to see their vulnerability and their nakedness. And God gives them consequences to remind them that they are, in fact, mortal beings. God tells them, you're going to toil and labor and suffer and experience pain, and you will know that you are not immortal. So it's important that we remember that we are created and that we are mortal. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, well, John, I I heard the first part of your sermon. I heard the first part where you said that people were made from a little bit of dust and a little bit of the divine, a little bit of the created and a little bit of the breath of God. You might be thinking, well, if we have a little bit of the divine in us, are we not, in fact, immortal? Can we not, in fact, live forever? Being human, having a little bit of the divine and a little bit of the created means that there are some ways that we are like God and there are some ways that we are not like God and there are some ways that we are like everything else that's created and then there are some ways we are not like everything else that is created. As humans, we occupy this weird space in between the divine and the rest of creation. In some ways, we're like the rest of the creation And in some ways, we're like God. We are like God in our ability to create, in our ability to give, in our ability to be self-aware. Those are divine qualities that the breath of God has given to us. And we should pursue those qualities. And part of us understanding who we are as people is to understand the ways in which we are like God and the ways in which we are not like God. So often our sinning in our lives, it comes from an attempt to be like the divine in ways that we were never intended to be. The first human sinned because they thought that they were immortal and they pursued that and it got them off track. It's important that we understand rightly how we are like God and how we are not. But here's the good news for us. Even though we sin, even though we strive to claim immortality, to live in ways that we were never meant to live, God does not cast us away. God does not shut us off permanently. This is the story of Jesus. God being all the divine, not just a little bit of the divine, but all the divine, takes on a little bit of the dust, a little bit of what is created and comes to live among us as Jesus. And Jesus being divine in the ways that humans are supposed to be, creative, giving, self-aware, Jesus shows people this way to live with a little bit of the created and the divine. Then Jesus suffers and dies. The immortal becomes mortal all the way through. Death is the pinnacle of mortality, and Jesus embraces it. But because God is all the way divine and his giving and his love exceeds in any giving and love that a creature can do, God loves past the point of mortality. And Psalm 103 that we read tonight says it in this way, but the merciful goodness of the Lord endures forever on those who fear him and his righteousness on children's children. God's love and mercy goes on forever. God the Father raises Jesus from the dead, and in doing so makes the mortal part of Jesus immortal. That little bit of dust that Jesus has becomes divine. It's important that we acknowledge our mortality like Jesus showed us. We accept that we are created, that we embrace our coming deaths. And then through our relationship with Jesus, God will raise us to a new life as well making little bit of the dust divine and able to live forever. That only happens when we recognize first that we are dust, that we recognize that we are created, and that we understand that the eternal life that we come to possess one day, that that is a gift given to us by God. Our immortality is nothing that we have within of ourselves. It's nothing that we can strive for or reach or achieve in and above ourselves. It's a gift that God gives to us out of love. So on this Ash Wednesday, remember and recall your mortality. Recall your createdness. Recall your dustiness. By doing so, it will help you to avoid sin and live in right relationship with God and with your neighbor, but we do not need to fret that after we die, we do not need to fret that the earth will no longer remember who we are or that we ever walked this ground. We don't have to fret because God will remember us and God will raise us to new life just like God did with Jesus. And the little bit of dust that we are will become divine and live forever. So today, tonight, contemplate your createdness, give thanks for the gift that God has given to you and have hope and trust that on the last day, what God did for Jesus and raising him from the dead, God will do for you as well.